In this episode of Josh Reads Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, from the portable Edgar Allan Poe. The Raven Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly, I remember it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow. Vainly I had sought to borrow from my books a cease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating in entrance at my chamber door, Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This is it, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore, But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, And so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, That I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the darkness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon I heard again a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many a flit and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but when mine of lord or lady, he perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched, and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling, my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lowly name is on the night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Much I marvelled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculpted bust above his chamber door, with such a name as Nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther then he uttered, not a feather then he fluttered, till I scarcely more than uttered. Not the friends have flown before, on the morrow he will leave me as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by a reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master, whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed fast until his songs on burden bore, 
till the dodges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, never more. But the raven still beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushion seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy under fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking, nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the foulest fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This, and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining on the cushioned velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er. But whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press. Ha, huh, nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose faint footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch! I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite and pen from thy memories of Lenore. Quoth, O oh, quoth this kind nempent, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still of bird or devil, where the tempter sent or where the tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there... Is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still of bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell the sor sorrow with sorrow laden, if within the distant Eden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shriek up starting. Get thee back into the tempest and the nice Plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming, and that lamp I owe him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. Thank you. And on to the commentary for The Raven by Poe. That was definitely one of the harder poems I've read, if not the hardest poem to read aloud. Um... Ugh. It's really fun to read aloud as well because that the lines you bounce along and you can kind of fall into a rhythm where you just kind of want to read it quickly. Uh, so it's quite fun to read. But I definitely tripped up on some lines there. Um, that was recording attempt number six or seven, so I figured bugger it. Um, at least I got to the end without swearing for missing up a line. Especially because there's some words in here that are so old. Um, like a beeson's, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that properly, and and mine as in M I E M, and then I kept pronouncing quaff incorrectly. Not fun when you finally realise towards the end that you've actually mispronounced an obvious word. And then penth, it's some sort of Homeric drug, you know. Trust Edgar Allan Poe to know his drugs. 
But enough whining. This was just fun to read. Um, anyone who's ever seen the Simpsons episode where they do this, it's kind of a little difficult to read this and not have that scene where Homer is playing the narrator and Bart's playing Quoth the Raven. Sorry, that's a Discord reference. Um, I'm pretty sure in Discord he's called Quoth. Or Nevermore. One of the two. Um, this is poetry. You know, this sounds like poetry. It, it rhymes, it bounces along, it still tells a story. There's still some great imagery. This is one of the most famous poems, um, in English at least, I guess. Uh, it's kind of a good, hor not horror, but thriller, kind of somewhere around that genre. Gothic, maybe, I think Poe was, was very good at the Gothic sort of stuff when he was sober. Um, so I'm going to keep the commentary short because that poem went for days, and I don't know if it sounds like it went for days but it certainly feels like it um, thank you so much for listening I really appreciate it um, if you've got any feedback or comments or anything you know, message me on Twitter or Instagram uh, and let me know if there's anything you'd like me to read uh, if you have any questions or comments you know, drop me a line I'm always happy to talk about poetry uh, thank you very much <laughs>